I'm Nicole Stevens. Come join me and let's walk with Jesus. Hey, y'all. Thanks for listening in again. Uh, This week is going to be kind of like the last couple weeks, meaning it's just really me going through uh, the time I've had with the Lord personally uh, in my time in His Word, and you'll probably hear me flipping paper over here because I'll be going through uh, just my journal a little bit with some of the verses that stuck out and just how I feel like God is talking to me, and I just want to share that with you guys. I think, you know, I don't know, (laughs) when you're living life... um, it's not necessarily something that you want to always take time to sit down and say, okay, so for a topic that might be interesting to talk about would be this, you know, and I'm not saying that's a bad idea. And sometimes there's a time and place for all that. Uh, but I think just sometimes the best things are when you're just spending time naturally with the Lord and, um, and just being able to share the things that you've just read in in the word and so if y'all are ever spending time in in the bible and you have things that you want to share feel free to uh, share that with me i'd be glad to share that in the episodes or um, on the instagram or facebook pages or whatever uh, just because i think it's really special uh, just to encourage each other and to to share with each other just the different ways that god speaks to us Um, but it's always always the same way too you know what I mean (laughs) it's by his word but you know we're different people and and we you know just uh, sometimes have a different perspective of maybe how it hits in different ways Um, so I am still in Jeremiah so I read Jeremiah 32 17 it says "Ah, Lord God behold thou hast made the heaven and the earth by thy great power and stretched out arm and there is nothing too hard for thee And then further down in verse 27, it says, Behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard for me? And, I mean, I have some friends that are going through the ringer right now. Some really tough stuff uh, with some other humans, you know. And it can be really discouraging and scary when you're going through hard situations. And you just cannot see what the big picture is, you know, and you don't know which way it's going to go. And you're doing everything in your power as far as, you know, to live a life that's pleasing to the Lord and in obedience and um, trying to keep your feet out of the snares of the devil, you know. And so, you know, you're on uh, the path with the Lord and you're under his protection. But, you know, the future still can be scary and it can be hard to trust God because, you know, we're humans, we're feeble, little small minds and big emotions. And we want to know what's coming up next. And we want to know how it's going to turn out. And we want to constantly be reassured and just always have the answers and just realizing like God is sovereign. There is nothing too hard for him. I remember we went through this hard situation back in 2011. Um, and it, it involved, you know, court and all sorts of crazy stuff. And I remember being afraid. I was like, what in the world? There was so much drama and I did not know what was going on um, and how it pan out. And I remember that God encouraged me because he's like, who made these people? <laughs> you know, who's in charge of all this? Is somebody going to trump me? You know, uh, somebody going to outplay my hand? No, I am the Lord. And whatever the outcome is, you can trust me that I'm sovereign, that I'm over everything. 
and there's nothing too hard for me. And so if I will something to be done, it will be done. And I had to get to a place where I trusted him and was like, yeah, you know what you're talking about. And, uh, and you're my father and I know you care for me and I know you care about the situation and I can leave it in your hands and it's okay that I feel scared. Um, but I know, I know who's in charge of it all. I know who's all powerful everywhere, all knowing. And so I can take comfort in that. And so I think when we are going through these situations that are big and scary and, um, are just really uncomfortable for us, if we can go to those verses and we say, okay, well, the lie in my head is that, you know, something terrible is going to happen and, uh, and I have no hope and the bad guy's going to win and, you know, whatever the situation is. And then you kind of get paralyzed by fear and, and you take those thoughts captive and you go to God's word and you say, what does the word of God say? The word of God says that he is all powerful, that there's nothing too hard for him. So, yeah, I mean, does that mean that we're not going to go through some suffering and some hard things? You know, yeah, like we're going to go through hard things that he allows, uh, but it's going to be for our good. Our main focus should be what is God doing here and do I trust him enough to do it? And can I kind of get out of the way <laughs> with all my fear and need for control and just rest in what he's doing. Sometimes I kind of picture it as like if you're, I don't know, when you're when you're little and you're, maybe this is a bad example, I don't know, when you're little and you're driving uh, maybe to go on vacation or you're moving out of state, I don't know what you're doing, and you're sitting in the back seat and your dad's driving the car, and, uh, hopefully he's a good driver, and you just fall asleep in the back seat because you know what, you know, like your dad's got control of it. And you're not really scared about anything. You just maybe maybe you're bored, but you're okay. You're you're fine because you know he's in control of it all. You can rest and let him drive the car. And it's just the same thing with the Lord. It's like we need to just have peace in Him and rest and let Him drive the dang car. Okay, <laughs> so that there's the point there. And then verse thirty nine it says, and I will give them one heart and one way that they may fear me forever for the good of them and of their children after them. And of course it's talking about Israel and this is the book of judgment and all these things. But just thinking about how important it is for us to speak to our children about what God has done and to teach our children about what his word says. And I don't care, man, people will be talking about like, you just brainwashing your kids and you know, whatever. But you know what? Everybody believes something. And if you're a parent, you're brainwashing your kid about something, if that's what you want to call it. But I'm teaching my kid what I believe to be true. And I believe that is what true love is, is that if I really believe and know in my heart that there is a sovereign God and he sent his son to die on the cross for my sins and, and he was buried for three days and he rose victorious and I can have a place in heaven with him and I can have abundant life here on earth and that he knows what the best way is and I have the word of God, uh, I am going to teach my kids that, <laughs> you know, because that's the whole point of life. That affects here and that affects eternity. Why would I not teach my children that? And so when we don't teach our children that, we really do them a disservice. And the worst things for their lives and our lives is if we grow up and, you know, we become our own God uh, or we idolize something else and it always leads to destruction. If I love my kids and I love my God, I'm going to teach them to fear the Lord and to love him and to teach them how much he loves them, you know? Okay, verse, um, chapter 33, verse 3. 
Call unto me, and I will answer thee, and show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. And I just wrote that one out because, again, it's constantly reminding us that God is so much smarter than we are. Um, And in the book of Job, when you read that, you know, God kind of gives Job the rundown of like, did you make the ocean? (laughs) Did you make this? Like, where were you when I laid the foundation of the earth? It is so easy for humans to become so prideful. We either think we know it all or we're super cool or we got stuff figured out and man, our brains are so small. They're so small. We're still trying to figure out the things that God has created here. You know, (laughs) like just the very simple things. We're like, what is this? How does this work? And sure, maybe, you know, God has let us figure out some things, but definitely not to the extent of what it is. And I am not discouraged or sad that God knows more than me. (laughs) I am actually very comforted that Uh, He knows everything in that he's the one in control. Again, it kind of goes back to the verses I had first mentioned is that I can trust him because he knows everything and he is good and righteous and just. I mean, how horrible would it be to serve a God who's like wicked and unjust (laughs) and a scumbag? You know what I mean? It's like he, he is everything good and he loves me and he knows everything. And I can, again, just sit back in that car and just let him drive Um, and I have peace in that and then verse 8 it says and I will cleanse them from all their iniquity whereby they have sinned against me and I will pardon all their iniquities whereby they have sinned and whereby they have transgressed against me and again it's talking about Israel and the judgment that was coming on them at the time but again just like that that picture of the future of what Jesus has done for us that he's going to pardon all of our our sins all of our iniquities Because he loves us, he wants to have a relationship with us. He's going to provide a way, and he did provide a way to where we can have that forgiveness and that right relationship with him, and it's a beautiful thing. And later on um, in the chapters, we'll kind of circle back to that. Jeremiah 38, verse 20, Obey, I beseech thee, the voice of the Lord, which I speak unto thee, so it shall be well unto thee, and thy soul shall live. So... Again, it's just real easy, this formula, like we talked about last week about what profits and what doesn't. God's telling you, like, obey. I beseech thee. If you obey, it's going to be well unto your soul, right? This is not a complicated thing. When we sin and we live for ourselves, it leads to destruction. Not only, you know, small picture, but big picture, we reap what we sow. And you might not see it right away, but it does come. And I can speak that from my own personal experience of decisions that I've made. And then, of course, you probably can picture things of other people's sin in your life that has affected you. Sin always leads to destruction. But when we do it God's way, it says, uh, it shall be well unto thee and thy soul shall live. Again, just finding comfort in, in God's word. I totally encourage you, man. If you're not in God's word, get in his word. He will give you your daily bread uh, to sustain you. And then later on in Jeremiah 44, verse 4. Oh, do not this abominable thing that I hate. Man, that hurt my heart when I read that. You know, God is pleading for his people. Like, don't do these things that I hate. And I'm like, man, I love you, Lord. I don't want to do anything that hurts your heart. But you know what I do? So many times we talk about when we read the Old Testament and we read about the Israelites in the wilderness wandering around forever. And they're like, why don't you just take us back to Egypt? At least we got better food over there. 
You're like, what? <laughs> you were slaves over there. You get beat. Like, what are you talking about? Can't you see the goodness of God and what he's done? And how ungrateful they were and how quick they were to turn their back against God or just to give into their flesh and, you know, what get naked and make a calf and, and worship it and, and have a party or whatever they were doing when Moses was up in Mount Sinai. But we are that very same way. It just, ugh, I don't want to start crying. I'm like 40 and that's all I do now. <laughs> um, I just, I don't want to hurt God's heart. And... When you know there are certain things that God hates, man, if you love him, like, don't do that. Not only because he's saying, hey, it's going to go well for you if you obey me. I love you. I'm trying to tell you the right way. But also because, like, he doesn't want you to do these things that, that he hates. So if you love him, you know, it's the same thing with a relationship that you have with somebody. You know, especially if they're not being unreasonable. <laughs> And they're even saying, like, these things would be best in our relationship. And even just for you personally, if you don't do the, do these things. And then you're like, well, I love myself more than I love you. So I'm going to go ahead and do it. And then not only, you know, are you being completely selfish and destructive in your own life, but you're hurting your relationship with that person. And I just don't want to do that with the Lord. Um, he's, he's so good. He's so good. And everything that he does is for our good. And Obviously, we know he's selfless and sacrificial. He gave his only begotten son to die for us for our wrongs. He knew no sin, but he died for us. So I'm going to be like, but I'm going to still do what I want to do. You know, just crap. It's just crap. <laughs> so uh, down in verse 16, it says, As for the word that thou hast spoken unto us in the name of the Lord, we will not hearken unto thee. Like this is what the people are telling back to God. They're like, yeah, you can tell us all you want. Prophets, we don't care. We're not going to listen. And we obviously know that, you know, the lost world says that. And our culture says that because, you know, we can see our culture do many things that God hates. That is to be expected uh, from people who choose not to follow the Lord. They're choosing not to follow the Lord. So why would they follow the Lord and what he says, right? But what about us who say that we're Christ followers, why would we tell him, as for the word that thou hast spoken unto us in the name of the Lord, which right now is our Bible, we will not hearken unto thee. Why, as a Christ follower, are you going to tell God that? I'm not going to listen to you. But I do that too sometimes, right? When I pick my flesh over the Lord. When I decide, you know what? Uh, this person did me wrong and they deserve to hear what I'm about to say. <laughs> or I'm just in a bad mood. So I'm those are like, you know, the little small sins we think that we just can't help because hormones or because of, you know, well, this person, if they didn't say that, then I want to say this. But God is telling us like, I love you. Listen to the prompts from the Holy Spirit. Why are you not obeying me? <laughs> Why are you not listening? Why are you picking yourself? And you're like, I'm not going to hearken unto you, God. Obviously, we don't say hearken, but we do say I ain't listening, but we don't really say it with our mouth to the Lord, but we say it in our actions, right? So what actions do you have in your life that say to God, I'm not listening to you? Yeah, my husband might ask me to do this because it would be helpful to him. But you know what? That's too much work and I don't care. I'm not going to listen to you, God. I know you're like, what did you just say? <laughs> but hey, you know what? If your wife, God calls you to submit to your husband and your husband is like saying, this would be really helpful to me. And you're like, well, I ain't got time for that. 
I'm guilty of that. What we're doing is we're choosing ourselves over our husbands and we're choosing ourselves over God. And we're saying, I'm not going to listen because I'm selfish. So something to think about. Just examine your heart. Like what areas in your life are you picking yourself over the Lord? What areas in your life are you saying, I'm not going to listen to you in regards to this? So expect that from the lost world. But if you're not lost, you really need to examine your heart and ask yourself, you know, why are you acting lost? Okay. (laughs) Okay. So just in this week, uh, with spending with the Lord, you know, it's just like, God is sovereign. He is good. He knows best. He'll forgive my sins. Don't break his heart. Love him. Love him enough to obey him, to listen, to trust him. And don't say you're not going to hearken unto him. (laughs) I did want to say something really cool. And I don't know if this is going to make any sense. I made a a post about it on my Facebook and my um, personal Instagram. But we have discipleship conference at our church where we invite the fellowship churches and I guess whoever else I don't really know um, to come and learn more about discipleship and this the fellowship of churches is basically a bunch of churches around the country might even be the globe uh, where we believe the same things in regards to the bible which is kind of crazy right you're like well you're Christian you all believe the same things well we don't and we really want to see what God and his word says about these things. And we want to, you know, align our lives with what the word of God says. And so that's what this fellowship of churches do. And so we'll have conferences together. Um, and I think there's like mission focus at the Kansas City Church. Uh, and some just different other, maybe certainty conference. I don't know. I think that one's in Ohio. I don't know. There's a lot of other ones. Um, but there's this uh, church from Ocala. Ocala, I always say it wrong. I think it's Ocala, Florida, that um, comes down or comes up to the discipleship conference. And a couple years ago, there's this woman that was sitting by herself. And so I went and sat with her and she was so sweet and friendly. And we got to talk in and then she introduced me to uh, her friends from her church that she came up with. And they invited us over to the house that they were written for that week since they were up in in, uh, our town. And Uh, We played some board games with them, which is crazy because I don't usually do stuff like that. Like, I am an introvert. So, anyways, we really got to uh, really get to to know these these people better. And then um, we saw them at the marriage conference, which, again, a bunch of our churches join in and go. And uh, and then we saw them at discipleship conference this year. Me and my husband work in the kitchen, and they came back in the kitchen and was working with us. And um, just building these relationships. You know, I have those relationships with uh, some other people from different churches around the country as well. And it's so special and it's so neat to get to see them. Um, and you're just like, man, is this what heaven's going to be like? Uh, and so anyways, I just wanted to say they had come up this past weekend um, and we got to visit with them. My little girl said, they're like our family because they they feel like our family. And then she was like, I want them to live with us. And it just reminded me of you know, just how we are supposed to have that biblical fellowship with each other. You know, we're of one spirit and one mind and one accord, just like the Bible says. And we, you know, have the same eternity focus and we serve the same Lord. And it's just a special and sweet time. And I just think, man, this is what heaven has to be like, but like all the time. It really does. Um, it's great to have friends that you have fun with and have things in common, but when you have friends that you really have, you know, just the same core beliefs when it comes to the risen Lord, (laughs) you know, and the whole purpose of life and, and your love for the King and your love for each other, um, 
it's just so amazing and that you can even be honest with each other in those things and speak truth. And, and so I'm just so thankful that we have those relationships at our church. And then also with all the um, fellowship churches as well that come in for the conferences and that we really get to have those relationships. So anyways, shout out to those guys. And then I know I've mentioned this podcast before, uh, but it's the Postscript Show. And this last episode, I mean, they also do this like series of unknown missionaries. So I'm playing in the car, my kids are in there and I'm like, I hope y'all are getting a fire in your belly to be a missionary because I'm ready. <laughs> like, let's go. Um, and it's just really inspiring to hear the way that other people have dedicated their lives to the Lord and his work and sacrificed. And, um, and then they have a lot of other really good episodes. Um, there was another one I mentioned y'all to y'all before about quiet times it was a really longer title than that I just can't remember um but this last one they did uh about Abraham's bosom and I know that's like if you haven't heard of that before you're like what did you just say uh but it's so super interesting and not just interesting because it sounds all intellectual or something but because man like it really gets me so excited about God and so thankful for what he's done and you read the Bible and you see what God has done and you're like man I'm so thankful Lord you are amazing like look at all these things that you've done and all the ways that you've delivered and provided and we're so kind and long-suffering and all these things and then you get to a different perspective of maybe a better understanding and um, a bigger picture of what he's done and you're like oh my gosh like my love for you has gone deeper <laughs> you know like you're even more amazing like and hey you know what the human brain is this way it's like you also you know understand more with spiritual maturity and things like that you know from the milk to the meat but um but just really getting to know God um even more it's just been really a sweet episode anyways all that to say you should listen to it but don't listen to it where you're thinking you're gonna like multitask and do something like I'm gonna listen to this episode and still kind of answer my kid here and there when they're asking me questions because that didn't work for me I had to pause it I was like okay ask me your question and then let me fully focus on what this guy is saying because I want to make sure I get it all and so anyways go go listen to it I'll link to it in the show notes um, let me know what you think about it and I'm taking next week off from the podcast uh, just so that I can take it off. <laughs> and I'll be back um, at it on the 17th. So if you have any questions, prayer requests, or need a physical Bible, feel free to DM me on Instagram at walkwithjesuspodcast or email me at walkwithjesuspodcast at gmail.com. And I'll talk to y'all in two Mondays. <laughs>